Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. Here we are for part two of Stop Looking for Your Type. I hope you like that episode. I hear it all the time. Like I said, oh, uh, he's just not my type. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy, but he's just not my type. I mean, like after all, God says he'll give you the desires of your heart. So why can't I get my type? And you can. There's nothing wrong with your type per se. What I'm saying is I don't want you to lead with that. I don't want you to be using that as your as your gauge. Like, if he's not my type, I'm not even going to talk to him. And that's how I used to be too. If he's not my type, I'm not even going to talk to him. I'm not even going to give him the time of day. I'm not even going to bother because he's not my type. But you don't know what your type is. <laughs> your type was developed after years and years of social conditioning, number one. And number two, your type has failed you in the past. So why are you still hanging on to it? <laughs> My type used to be uh, somewhat bad boys that looked good. <laughs> you know, th- th- those type are never good. And those type always have a lot of women after them. So, well, I had to be like, why am I still like this type of person? I've never met one that was good. I've never met one that was faithful. I never met one that was focused on me. It's always the other way around. I'm focused on them and they're focused on everybody else. <laughs> so, Sometimes your type is not even good for you. Don't focus on your type. You could be missing out on a very, very wonderful person. If you talk to married people, most of them will tell you that the person that they're with wasn't originally what they considered their type in quotation marks. The person that they're with, most of them will tell you that they weren't really looking for that type of person. They thought they needed a a different type of person. And this person came around and it was a pleasant surprise. So what should you do? Instead of looking for your type, what should you do? If Let's say there's a, there's a room of 100 men, right? A room of 100 men, and you are the only single woman, and, and they can't see you, but you can see them, and, and you have to decide who to date. You know, now the first thing you would normally do if you're just looking at them, right? You would just look at, okay, well, I like tall, dark, and handsome. There's about, you know, 35 tall, dark, and handsomes in here, so I'm going to start with them. Mm-mm. That's not what you do. What you should do is interview all of them one by one and don't necessarily start with the tall, dark and handsome. <laughs> interview all of them one by one and find out what they have on the inside. Do not be moved by the container. The container can change on you. That fine man with the muscles can gain 300 pounds in the next two years. The container can change on you. That that guy with the wonderful personality could be bipolar. Maybe he's been taking his medicine all the time that you guys been dating. Sorry. <laughs> but then when, when you guys get married, he decides he doesn't want to take his medicine anymore. Then you find the other personality. Those things are called container. The container can change. You want the content, which is on the, what's on the inside. The container is just, it's, it's, it doesn't have any lasting value, but what about the content? What about what's on the inside? What about who he is as a person? What about what he likes? 
What about what moves him? What about what's important to him? What about what he cares about most? What about what drives him? What about what he's passionate about? That's what's on the inside. That's who the real person is. You're not dealing with tall, dark, and handsome. You're not taking tall, dark, and handsome down the aisle. You're dealing with what's on the inside. I always tell the story of I saw this, I was coming out of a store, I saw this good looking man. Man, he was so good looking. I just keep staring at him. This is when I was still single. I think I was like 21. And I said, man, that guy is good looking. And then the Holy Spirit said to me so clearly, to this day, I don't, I didn't forget it. He said, you don't want to see what he looks like on the inside. That's what the Holy Spirit told me. And I was like, oh, you know, I mean, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. He's a type that if any, if you saw him too, you'd be like, oh yeah, 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 girl, he's fine. You know, but he, the Holy Spirit said, you don't want to know what he looks like on the inside. What it, you are going to be living with what he is like on the inside. So it behooves you to find that out. Now, the question is, how do you find that out? You can't look across the room and see uh, character. No, but you can take your time and get to know people and see character. Yes, you can do that. You can take your time and be friends with everybody so that you get to see who's who. The number one mistake women make is they rush into relationships. Why are you rushing into commitment? You got a man that is constantly bugging you to be committed. The reason he wants you to be committed so that he knows he has his finger on you so that he knows that he's free to do what he wants to do because he's got you. Don't be committed. Be friends with a lot of different men and let them show themselves. Be friends, friends, not kissing friends, not sleeping together friends, just friends. We just friends. You know, if we hang out, we hang out as a group. Oh, we hang out, we hang out together, just you and I. But, you know, you go to your way, I go my way after. But be friends with different, different people. If we talk on the phone, it's no, long, it's more, it's no more than 15 minutes because I'm no, I don't want to get attached to you because I got to get to know who you really are. I got to know who you really are. So we're not talking on the phone more than 15 minutes. We're not spending a whole month of hours together. Even if I like you more than everybody else, I'm going to start. I'm going to still hang out with other people because I don't want my emotions to cloud my judgment. I got to live with you forever. I, you got to be the father of my children. If I get old, you're the one that's going to take care of me. What if, God forbid, I get in an, in an accident and I'm in a wheelchair? Are you, gonna, are you the type that will take care of me or you're the type that's going to leave me? I got to find out. What if I get cancer? God forbid. If life happens to everybody. There's no thing that says, you know, when the Jesus said when the storms come, that Jesus didn't say if the storms come. So if life happens to me one day, are you going to be standing by my side? I got to know. Do you have an anchor? Are you anchored in Jesus? Are you anchored in God's word? What? Why do you make your decisions? Is it based on what your mama said? Is it based on what your father said? Is it based on what the, the latest gurus on TV said? Is it based on what you read in books? How do you make your decisions? Because I got to know because it's going to affect me. So I can't afford to be looking at you for face value. I got to know who you are on the inside. And the only way I'm going to know that out is time will tell. So you got to number one. So here's number. Here's what you should be doing instead of looking for your type. Number one thing you should be doing instead of looking for your type is looking for character. And the only way you're going to look for character is to be friends with a bunch of men, just friends with a bunch of men. And then you're going to find out eventually their character. That's number one. 
look for their character, look to see who they really are, look to see how they act when they're mad, look to see how they treat children, look to see how they are with other women, look to see, look to see what their character is like. That's what you have to do. You have to look to see what their character is like. What will they be like in 20 years is what they're like now. People don't change like that. People, marriage doesn't change people. Marriage just amplifies what you already are. If something about somebody gets on your nerves now, when you marry them, it's going to get on your nerves times 10. So if he has a little bit of a wandering eye, you and him are, are, are getting ice cream and this lady with a big butt walks by and his head turns, honey, that's going to be even worse when you get married. 10 times worse. People don't change like that. Look for his character. That's number one. And number two is that you really need to be prayerful when it comes to choosing. When it comes to choosing, I'm not saying you need to go out with everybody that's not your type. Remember, I said just be friends, right? Just get to know them. Just be friends. But you need to be prayerful too. You need to ask God to help you to choose the right person. And most times that right person is the guy that's your friend the most, like your best friend out of all of those people. All of the people that you you get to know and you, you know, most times the right person for you is the guy that's the best friend, the guy that treats you well, the guy that's there for you when you're going through something. And it couldn't be, and it could be that you guys are like brother and sister. That's how it happens a lot of times. People fall in love. They're like, oh no, he's like my brother. We're just best friends. We're we're maybe not best friends, but we're 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 really good friends. He's like my brother. I can't date him. Uh girl, that's the one you need to date. That's the one you need to choose. The one that's like your best friend, the one you can be yourself around, the one you can be vulnerable in front of, the one who who you can trust, the one who has your back. The one who's not going to betray you and abuse you and misuse you. He may not look like your type, but his character may be right. But you need to be in a position where you can pray and hear from God about who the right person is. So you need to work on your hearing, your sensitivity to God's voice. So instead of looking for your type, work on your sensitivity to God's voice. Work on hearing God, work on being sensitive to God so that when somebody comes your way that may not look like your type, but he's saying and doing all the right things, you are sensitive enough to be like, hmm, wait a minute, I need to pay attention. You know, he may not act like your type. He may not, he, his personality may be different than what you anticipated, but it's a pleasant surprise. Wait, I never thought about this type of personality, but I like his personality. You know, he's, he, maybe he's a little strict, but I like it. Or maybe he's a little bit more laid back and you're, you're the one that's, you know, a control freak, but you like it. You understand what I'm saying? But if you're not sensitive, when God brings somebody different than what you expected, you might chase him away. You might decide, oh no, mm -mm, mm -mm. he's not my type. He's how, how tall is he? How tall is he? 5'11". Nope. Nope. 6'2 is the, is the, is the minimum. You know, you don't want to do that. You need to be sensitive enough to know when God brings a good person. If you think about it, if you're, if you're past 30, you look back at your life, there's some, some, some good people that you've turned, turned down that, that probably would have been okay, probably would have been a good person for you. And there's some, some bad ones that you should have turned down that you didn't. So I want you to be very, very prayerful when it comes to this decision. You know, you have time. Don't let anyone feel like you have to rush into a decision. You don't want to rush into marriage only to rush right back out. You have time and, and, and God is not, I, I, I have to say this. God is not slow. Like God is not slow. God is not like going to make you wait 10 years. No, 
he just he just knows the character of these people that you you keep trying to bring in, <laughs> in front of him. He's like, okay, Bozo, Bozo the Clown one, Bozo the Clown two, Bozo the Clown three. That's why he's not moving. You're not bringing the right people. You're not bringing the right people in front of him. So he's just looking at you like, oh God, what this girl's gonna get it? Remember, God knows everybody. God knows their talk, their thoughts. He knows the intent of their heart. He knows why they're even talking to you in the first place. He knows ten years down the line, if you marry him, what kind of life you're gonna have. So you need to hear from God. All right. Well, I hope this helped you to not look for your type this year and to be a little bit more open minded and to give yourself the grace of friendship. Get to be friends with people, get to be friends with men. And if a man tells you, oh, we've been dating all this time, I want a commitment. You know, the only commitment he can give you is marriage, honey. You know, until there's a ring and a date, we're just friends. Have a good day. Bye bye. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.